Congressman Garrett Graves of Louisiana. For the record, he voted to keep McCarthy as speaker yesterday. Congressman, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, when asked last night if your party can decide on a leader by next week, you said, hell no. Do you still feel that way now? Because your party, my understanding, is scheduled to vote a week from today. Uh, the, the party is scheduled to vote, and I think that, that what's going on right now is that uh, I think people are going home, letting tempers decompress a little bit, coming back together starting on Tuesday, going to do a candidate forum and have people that are interested in the speaker's role uh, talking about their candidacy and what they want to do, and then ideally a vote's on Wednesday. But I want to remind you, Jake, going back to January, uh, even without all the sore wounds then, it took 15 votes to finally elect a speaker of the House. I think you have more raw motions at this point, and quite Frankly, I'm not sure why anybody would even want the speakership right now and that the, the, the position really lacks stability. Who do you think should be speaker? I mean, your fellow Louisiana and uh, Steve Scalise obviously uh, is, is running. Um, and, and who do you think the eight Republicans who voted to oust McCarthy might support? Uh, look, I, I think that, uh, you know, some interesting dynamic is anyone who they come out in support of, I think, is going gonna, is gonna to cause a lot of other Republicans to, uh, to, to, to really have a distaste for. And so it's a very interesting dynamic that we're seeing right now. Look, there are a lot of good people who have thrown their name in the, in the ring, but I've been very clear that we're not going to make a commitment right now. Obviously, uh, you know, any, any speaker from Louisiana would be, uh, would be fantastic, but I want to be clear, we're not going to make any commitments right now at all. And here's why. I think one of the first things you've got to do is you've got to actually establish stability to the position. The fact that any one person can come out and can effectively cause this motion to vacate is totally inappropriate. Jake, you know this. This is third in line to President of the United States. We don't need to have the kind of chaos and instability that we saw yesterday. So you need, as a, as a pledge to get your support, somebody who says... We, can't, we I got to get rid. We got to get rid as a conference. We have to get rid of this one person motion to vacate because it makes everything unstable. I think what would make sense is two different things before we even get into the speaker's race. Number one, within the Republican conference, there's a rule already that Matt Gaetz violated yesterday that prohibits any one person from bringing up a motion to vacate. The problem is, is the rule doesn't have any penalty or enforcement action. Secondly, I think the conference should come together and change the House rules to raise the threshold on a motion to vacate above just one. I mean, think about this. Again, third in line to the President of the United States, we don't subject the President or the Vice President to that type of low threshold. The United United States needs to have more stability than we saw yesterday. Do you agree with uh, Congressman McHenry's decision, he's the, the temporary speaker, the Speaker Pro Tem, to put a pause on the week to let tensions uh, settle? Uh, Jake, I'll be really candid. I think if we had stayed together uh, in the meeting last night, I, I think that you would have seen fists thrown. And I'm not being dramatic when I say that. There is a lot of raw emotions right now. I think it was best to let folks go back home, decompress a little bit, and then come back together. You were yourself pretty passionate on the floor yesterday expressing some of your disgust. Let's uh, roll a little bit of that clip. What's going on in this country today? What's going on in this body? We have Freedom Works Heritage, Chip Roy and Jim Jordan say something's conservative and these folks say it's not and they're right. And all of a sudden my phone keeps sending text messages. Text messages saying, hey, give me money. Oh, look at that. Oh, look, give me money. I filed the motion to vacate using official actions, official actions to raise money. It's disgusting. It's what's disgusting about Washington. Uh, this afternoon, your fellow Republican Congressman Mike Lawler of New York says he supports removing Congressman Matt Gates from the Republican House Conference. I assume that's who you were talking about. 
uh, on the House floor in that clip. Uh, do you agree? Do you want to remove Matt Gates from the House Republican Conference? Look, I think that would be one of the most unifying actions of this House. <laughs> uh, however, I also think it's really important to not just think about step one, to think steps two, three, four, and five. And in this case, with the slim majority that you have, uh, while there are people that are drooling for that to happen, um, that, that just isn't a viable path forward right now. Um, but I do think that, that, that some type of penalty or punishment for what he did. And, and look, uh, let's be really clear. You had eight, eight uh, Republicans that came together yesterday with 208 Democrats. Uh, so effectively, this was a Democrat eviction of Speaker McCarthy and really didn't represent the, the true position of real Republicans yesterday. No, no minority party ever votes for the opposition yeah. leader to be the speaker. I, I don't find yeah. the Republicans blaming this on Democrats to be very uh, convincing. No, if the no, shoe was on the other no, foot, it would- Jake, let me, let me be clear on what I was saying. Yeah. My, my point is, is that if these, th th this wasn't a Republican position to, to evict Speaker McCarthy is my yeah. point. And, and you're exactly right, that unfortunately our country has devolved into such partisan politics that, that, that those types of votes are always partisan. But the fact that it was just eight Republican members and th th that voted to throw him out and 210 yeah. Republican members said, let's keep him because he's kept his commitments. He's exceeded his promises. I think that's really unfortunate. I do have to say, and this is just based on my observations, yeah. that I do think that that a Paul Ryan or a John Boehner were enough uh, of, uh, they had enough respect for institutions that I, I don't know that the same thing would have happened to them, quite frankly. I just don't. I, I, I think that Kevin McCarthy going along with the election lies and trying to appease the most extreme elements of your party gave the Democrats. I mean, Mitt Romney said something along those lines earlier today, that he yeah. aligned himself with such extreme factions, he made it impossible for Democrats to support yeah, him. Look, look that, 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 let's, let's be clear here. You had 210 out of 218 Republicans yesterday that supported Speaker McCarthy because they know that he fulfilled his commitments, he exceeded them. The reality is, with the slim majority that you have, you've got to give respect and some degree of deference to all the views, the diverse views of the conference. The Speaker advocated for the speaker achieved some of the greatest conservative successes that we've had in modern history. Things like border energy, the greatest savings in American history with what we negotiated in the debt ceiling negotiation, the first environmental streamlining, strengthening work requirements for welfare, all of these great conservative wins he achieved. That's not catering to the, this group of extremists. It's, it's simply advancing yeah, conservative I'm not talking, objectives. I'm not talking about that, though. I'm talking about lying about the election. I'm talking about not punishing people when they say, you know, horrifically bigoted things. I, I, I'm talking about that sort of, you know, speaking at a Look, white nationalist convention. And, and I'm not talking about conservative and, and, principles. Hang on, hang on. A few things. Like, number one, Speaker McCarthy didn't speak at any... No, no, I'm not talking... Yet. No, no, I'm not talking about right, him. Right, I'm talking I, about I just, Gosar <laughs> and, and Marjorie Taylor Greene doing it yeah, and, like, yeah. him not saying anything about and, it. And, and the Speaker of the House has, has had a number of conversations with members that have gotten out of line. Similarly, whenever Democrats have gotten out of line, yeah. uh, we've tried to take appropriate actions there as well. But that's, that's not what this is about. Bottom line is the, the, the Speaker has achieved some incredible successes in recent... Uh, over the last 
last several months, and the far majority of Republicans, in fact, over 96% of Republicans in the House voted to keep him. This small minority getting together, uh, in this case with House Democrats, I think it was incredibly unfortunate. They didn't think through successive steps. Now we have the House of Representatives completely frozen. And once again, this yeah. small group of, of the Chaos Caucus has caused the House to be unable to move forward on things like border security, appropriations, bills, and others. Uh, these are the arsonists that light their house on fire, that uh, whine about their house being on fire, put it out, want accolades for doing it, then set up a, yeah. a GoFundMe page to get money for it. It's outrageous. <laughs> Republican Absolutely Congressman outrageous. Garrett Graves of Louisiana, good hey, to see thanks, you, sir. Jake. Thanks for coming on.